In December 2019, my daughter Anna, who's 25 years old and lives on her own in Las Vegas, who works in an animal hospital, called me to say that her doggy that we all know and love as Sammy had been diagnosed with cancer in his right shoulder. Anna told me that the vet didn't know how much longer Sammy had to live, but believed it wouldn't be too long beyond the Christmas and New Year holidays. The holidays came and went too quickly, and in early January of 2020, Anna called me to say that Sam's condition had worsened and that he no longer had use of his right paw and he was dragging it. He could still get to the car hobbling on three legs, but he was in pain most of the time and couldn't get up to greet people. Anna said that she thought it was time to make the tough decision. Do you selfishly keep Sam around a few more weeks? Maybe. Or do you take Sam out of his pain and let him cross the rainbow bridge? Anna opted for the latter and I agreed. Sam was a black lab mixed pup, son of the sweetest golden retriever you ever met, our Evie girl. Evie came into mind in Anna's life when Anna was just entering the eighth grade at the age of 13. It was a tough time for me and Anna. My job had been lost to the failed economy and Anna had to change schools. One night I was parked out in front of a now former girlfriend's house and this beautiful golden retriever walked up sheepishly out of the darkness. She looked lost, scared and confused. I got out of the car and I called her over and I said, hey you, you look like you're lost. The golden walked up to me and laid at my feet, asking for help. I got a dog collar from my girlfriend's house and we brought the golden home. She was a sweet dog, she had no ID, and we couldn't believe that someone would just dump her in a park at 10 o'clock at night. She wasn't chipped and no one seemed to be looking for her in the community, so Anna named her Evie and she quickly became part of our family. One night when we'd gone to see a play at Anna's school, we left Evie in the backyard and it was a warm summer night and I had left the dining room window open. When we came home, Anna went to her room to change and I was sitting in the living room and I started to hear a strange squeaking sound coming from the backyard. I looked out the window and I could see Evie standing in the middle of the yard but she wasn't barking or acting strange. I got my flashlight and I went outside and Evie was still standing in the same place. I said, hey Evie, what's going on? What are you looking at? And as I got closer, I looked down and I could see something squeaking at her feet. And I thought, what is that? It looked like a rat to me. But as I got closer and I took a closer look, I could see that it wasn't a rat at all. It was a baby pup. Oh my God, Evie was having puppies. I called for Anna and while I was waiting for her, I found two more puppies that Evie had given birth to and didn't know what to do. When Anna opened the back door, Evie went inside and I told Anna, I think Evie's having puppies. <laughs> so we quickly Googled, what the hell are we supposed to do? Google provided the info, of course, and it said to just set up a place for Evie to nest and she'd know what to do. And she did. Anna and I watched in awe 
as Huey gave birth to eight or nine puppies. I honestly don't remember how many puppies there were. For a little while, our backyard looked like 101 Dalmatians. But eventually we found good homes for all the pups and we kept one of them and we named him Sam. Evie and Sam lived with us from May of 2008 and they provided us with years of love and laughter. Everyone who met either dog just fell in love with them. Evie was the sweetest dog I'd ever known. And Sammy had her exact same temperament, her same personality. In 2012, Anna graduated from high school and in 2014, she moved to Las Vegas to start a life on her own. Anna was away from home for me for the first time, but I wanted her to spread her wings. My only consolation was I knew that Sammy was with her and he'd do the protecting, although I'm not sure he'd ever bite anyone. In 2017, Evie became ill and after numerous visits to the vet and hundreds of dollars, Evie passed away on her way to the hospital. Patricia and I were devastated and we still had our other dog, our working canine, Randa, a four-year-old Belgian Malinois at the time, trained narcotics detection canine. But we missed our Evie girl. The day that Evie crossed the Rainbow Bridge, our pack got smaller. Although we were saddened, we survived and we lived on. When Anna gave us the news about Sammy, we were devastated all over again. The date was set for Sammy to cross the Rainbow Bridge, January 18th, 2020. And I made hotel and flight arrangements to be there. I wanted to see Sammy one last time. And I didn't want Anna to face that sadness alone. On Saturday the 18th, Anna picked me up at the hotel and we had breakfast. We did a little shopping and enjoyed each other's company. I was kind of surprised at how matter-of-fact Anna was and I didn't know what to expect. But as the time grew closer to Sammy's 4.30 appointment with the doggy angels, our mood became somber. We rode in silence to pick up Sam. When I saw Sammy at Anna's house, my heart broke. He laid on the floor, looking up at me, wanting to get up to greet me, but he couldn't. He picked his head up slowly, recognizing me, but didn't have the strength to get up. I laid on the floor next to him, and I told him what a good boy he is. I could see his right shoulder was swollen from the cancer. Anna and I laid on the floor with Sam for about 40 minutes. Sniffling, wiping at tears, dreading the inevitable. I fought hard holding back my tears. I wanted to cry out. All I could feel was sadness. When we got to the Craig Road Hospital, Anna's friends began arriving in the parking lot. One by one, they came to talk to Sammy, to love on him. The hospital techs brought a cart out to the car and wheeled Sammy in, and we followed behind. They took us to an examination room, and, and we all filed in. Sam laid on the cart. He was covered by a soft blanket. He looked like he didn't know what was going on, but he recognized everyone in the room, and he seemed to smile. 
As all of Anna and Sammy's friends began to enter the room, they all had treats for Sammy. Someone brought him a cheeseburger. Others brought him chicken McNuggets, cheese and crackers, and even a donut. I marveled at this room full of women of all ages, all dedicated to working with animals, gathered around Sam and Anna telling stories but how much each had touched their lives. Some had stayed after their work shift just to be there. It was the sweetest thing I'd ever witnessed. Soon the stories ended and an uncomfortable silence filled the room. Anna and Sam's friend began to file out. Sniffling, wiping at tears and giving Anna one last hug and Sammy one last kiss. I fought back tears as I watched in silence. Soon a technician came in and said he needed to take Sam to prep him for his procedure. Sammy was wheeled away with his hospital friends by his side. Anna and I stayed behind in silence. A few minutes later they brought Sammy back with a catheter in his right leg where the medication would eventually be administered. Anna and I talked to Sammy, stroking his soft, floppy ears and his handsome little face. And we tried to assure him that it would all be okay. I remembered reading somewhere that when a dog's in pain, that they may not understand your words, but the sound of their family's voice brings them comfort. In that moment, I hoped that it was true. A few minutes later, the doctor entered the room and asked if we thought we were ready. And with tears in our eyes, we said yes. The doctor talked us through it, and she explained each step. First, Sammy got a sedative to relax him. I got down on one knee, and I put my face next to his. I looked into his big brown eyes, and I told Sammy it would all be okay, and that I loved him. Anna stood next to Sam, stroking him gently crying softly. The doctor then administered the second shot and Sammy went to sleep. Anna finally broke down and cried at Sammy's side. We both did. We continued to stroke his soft face and his warm body even though we knew our Sammy was gone. I'm not sure how long we stayed with Sam. Finally, Anna looked at me and said she thought it was time for us to leave. She summoned a technician and in a few minutes, they wheeled Sammy out with Anna by his side. Soon after, we were headed back to my hotel and told Anna how proud I was of her for being able to make the tough decision and loving Sammy enough to let him go to relieve his pain. As we rode back to the hotel, the sun was setting on Las Vegas as it had just set on the life of Sammy Boy. Like with our Evie girl, we were never able to fully express the love and joy these doggies brought to us. But I wanted you to know their story. I wanted you to know their names. 
and I wanted you to know how much we will miss our doggies. And if you've ever been through this with a pet, with your own doggy, with your own kitten, your own kitty cat, you know just how painful this is. This is just a story, a story about two doggies that we loved. I'm Gil Contreras.